Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Believe, B-L-E-A-V and Lions, right here on the Believe Podcasting Network. You guys know what that is. That's Detroit's number one sports podcasting network. It's a show we believe in the Detroit Lions, and by the end of this episode, so will you. I am excited to be back last week. I kind of just needed a break from the pods. I mean, you guys know I'm a humble guy. I'm a quiet guy. I love talking Lions here on the show. But but I am one of the hardest working men in podcasting. I mean, Wednesdays and Fridays on my other show, the Detroit Kool-Aid cast, we serve up that Honolulu blue flavored Kool-Aid for you twice a week. And then I'm here on the Believe Podcasting Network, honored to be on here talking Lions because I B-L-E-A-V in the Lions here on Thursdays as well. So three shows a week. Last week, I had to take the week off. I don't know what hit me. I hadn't been sick and gosh, it feels like two plus years or longer, but I got hit with something where I was coughing and sneezing, had a crazy fever, chills, um, you know, just kind of plowed my way through um, work and other things I had to do. But I was like, man, I just can't do the pods. I can't talk. I can't catch my breath the way I need to. So took the week off, got myself feeling better, feel pretty good now, Um, you know, just a little uh, remaining, but I feel good. I'm ready to talk some lions here on the show. Now, again, doing three shows a week, I'm always trying to come up with new topics, things to talk about. I don't think this is a repeat show, but if it is, it doesn't matter because this is a big time topic that we got to hit on again for the Lions. So today on the show, I'm going to be focusing on the key players for the Lions, both on offense and defense. And I'm not talking about the best. I'm not talking about the guys that are going to put up the best stats this year. I'm not talking about who they may be paid the most here in 2021. I'm talking about the young players, the building blocks, the foundational pieces, the guys that I view as potential or the Lions need to view as potential blue chip type foundational pieces to build around and whatnot. So we'll get into all that. I singled out about five or six guys on both sides of the football. We'll, we'll give them to you. We'll give you some quick takes on them. Again, might make this a little bit shorter, rapid fire type show, but uh, I definitely want to talk about those key pieces to get excited about and look forward to here this season. Really looking forward to this new Lions. Uh, definitely BLEAV in this team, both now and in the future. And I think they're going to sneak up on some people and be really, really fun to watch and entertaining this year. So before we get into all that, I want to get one of our great sponsors here. I always say it right off the top of the show we gotta get him in here and that's betonline.ag you guys know I, i'm not a gambling guy myself but if i know many of you are i know a lot of my buddies are and i send them to betonline.ag we got nba playoffs we got a lot of golf tournaments going on right now uh last time i checked we've got nhl stanley cup going down again in tampa bay i mean tampa bay what do they get 
WrestleMania, Super Bowl, the Bucks won the Super Bowl. Now they got the Stanley Cup again. I mean, they didn't they 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 had a World Series down there uh, for some reason in Tampa, I believe, uh, for the sport um, that I usually don't speak of, and uh, it's just crazy. Everything's going on in Tampa, so I mean, I'm happy to be um, where I'm at. But man. You know, lots going down down there, so you can you can put some some money down, some hockey, but um, lots going on. And before you know it, you know you're definitely gonna have to go to BetOnline.ag when before you know it, there's gonna be NFL games, college football. It's all gonna be rolling. So everybody, will take a quick break, get that great sponsor in here. We come back, we're talking Lions football. We'll be right back. What's going on, Believe in Lions listeners? Now, Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Bet Online has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. So head on over to their website, betonline.ag, or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. All right, everybody, we're back. Like I said, I can't thank you enough for being so cool and let me kind of take last week off, get myself back right, get my voice back. And uh, like I said, a lot, a lot of people reached out just said, hey, love the show. Definitely miss Benny Blades, who was a tremendous part of this show. He just was too busy and has too many ventures going on right now to be able to consistently do it. I do hope that in time I can reach back out to Benny and maybe get him on here, uh, you know, a, a few times a year, whatever it may be, just to talk some Lions once we actually get football games and once the schedule maybe calms down a bit. We'll see if I can make that happen or not. But uh, a lot of you guys are like, oh, man, you know, take it easy, but we missed the show. Can't wait to come back. So I really appreciate that. Like I said, I'm just like all you guys listening out there. I'm just a big time football fan, fantasy football fan, Lions fan, Michigan Wolverines fan. You know how I do it. But I uh, love jumping on here and talking football. So without further ado, let's get into it. Um, let's 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 start on the offensive side of the ball. These are some of my players that you got to focus on. If you're a Lions fan, and, and not just now, but I'm talking years from now, these are the guys that I'm really counting on. The Lions have invested heavily on, whether it be draft picks, um, you know, assets, whatever it may be, contract extensions. So, again, first guy I put down on my list, DeAndre Swift. DeAndre Swizzle, 22 years old. Um, I talked about him on my Detroit Kool-Aid cast this past Wednesday, and I said, you know, there's publications out there saying he's kind of the perfect running back. He can run. He can catch. He's very young, 22 years old. He's got shake. He can jump over you. He can run through you. He showed some nice power last year, scoring 10 type touchdowns in his rookie year. That's that's really high level from the kid. He's tremendous off the field. This is a guy, like I know everybody's devaluing the running back position. Oh, you could just find running backs wherever and whenever. You know, they'll, they'll tell you that. You know, it doesn't matter, um, you know, who you have at that position. Like, I don't think that's the case. I think if you look at a lot of the good teams, a lot of the good offenses, like, to me, receiver is a little bit easier to find in the game. Like, you can – Brad Holmes seems to take that approach as well. Hey, I'll find my receivers. Don't you worry. I mean, he waited till the – top mid fourth round before he dipped in to get uh, St. Brown this year and he seems to really like that kid so I think he thinks he can find wide receivers I also do think that he is very tactful at the running back position obviously he inherited DeAndre Swift but he's going to stick with him 
and he brought in a guy that's in that sweet spot of his career, 26 years old, Jamal Williams, to kind of compliment him as well as be an extra piece that can kind of do it all. But I really hope they lean on DeAndre Swift to be a do-everything type running back, a guy that I'm not telling you to hand it to him 15, 20 times a game, but I'm telling you to get the ball in his hands 15 to 25 times a game, however you got to do it, screens, bubbles, um, slants, option routes, hand it to him, toss it to him, gadget plays at times, you know, um, just all types of things. And I'd really like to see him used in the receiving game more so than anything. I mean, I really liked the uh, the moves he showed last year. I mean, everybody remembers Theo Riddick here in Detroit. That dude had the the best dead leg in the game. I mean, just ask, uh, I think, what was that? Darius Slay would say that. Man, he got the best dead leg in the game. He got the best stanky leg in the game. That was, that's what the, uh, Darius Slay would always say. But, uh, I mean, gosh, DeAndre Swift can drop you on the floor as well, man. He's got great moves, sweet hands. Yeah, everyone's going to talk about that drop he had against Chicago. That was the guy's first NFL game, man. He was real solid after that. And like I said, I like the way he punched in the end zone. So, regardless if... You know, after DeAndre Swift that says RB, like, I'm not going to devalue this cat at all. He's one of the top pieces I put here on the offensive side of the ball that I'm very confident in. I saw a lot from in his rookie year. I think he's only going to get better. He does have to avoid injuries, but, gosh, he's a sweet prospect, great player, could be here for – he's 22 years old now. I mean, can you see him in the next four to six years being a really dynamic offensive piece in the NFL and for the Detroit Lions? I know I sure could, so – that was the first guy I had. The next one, again, this is obvious for everybody that's out there. TJ Hawkinson, uh, 24 years old, I believe, uh, came in the league young as a redshirt sophomore. I had a tough rookie year. Showed up big last year, pro bowler, 750, you know, five, six, seven touchdowns, whatever he had. Really played well. Started to come out of his shell a little bit, regardless of Patricia and Quinn. They want him to be a robot guy's got personality he can make plays he's young he's got that like there's something I know a lot of people will say tight ends aren't that important but the way TJ Hawkinson plays the guy's like 6'5 250 or whatever like a tight end should be but the guy can move man he's really kind of silky and shifty and kind of what you look for catch it over the middle catch those out routes those goes I like to see him stretch the seam a little bit more as well as Gosh, can we get him in the red zone on some some just dial up some plays just for him or get him spread out wide and throw that jump ball like they used to to Calvin and uh, let him make plays. So uh, Mr. Hawkinson there I think is going to continue to progress. I think he's going to be a fan favorite the way he's coming out of his shell and making plays. You can combo those two. They're going to love you in Detroit. I think he's just a great piece in today's game. I mean... Uh, a running back that can spread you out like Swift and a, and a versatile tight end that can play slot, can play outside, can play inside, can play on the line, can block you, and uh, can make plays both route running and if he gets his hands on the football, we've seen him turn it upfield. He's pretty good when he can catch those horizontal-type routes. And then he, if you hit him in stride, man, he can get he can get turned up and, and make some plays after the, with the football as well. So I really like T.J. Hawkinson and think that uh, he's going to continue to grow and could be, um, gosh, I could see him being like a top five, top seven type tight end for the next foreseeable future. And that's that's big time. You know, in fantasy football, I think he's going at number four right now at tight end position. And uh, 
you know, it's got to stay healthy, got to, um, you know, make some more big time game changing type plays. But even if he can just move chains, block, be a winner and be a, a leader with his personality, I think that's all going to be very valuable for the Detroit Lions. The next guy I have on my list here is Taylor Decker. They paid this guy huge last year. I think he's under contract for four or five more seasons. He's making, gosh, around 12 to 15-ish million. I mean, that puts him kind of in that, not even that top tier. I want to say he's in kind of that that second high tier of tackles when it's all said and done. Guy is just a guy you don't worry about. He's uh, very solid over there. Um, uh, you know, what's funny to me is, so like, they just locked up Taylor Decker, which makes them play Penny Sewell on the right side. And Penny Sewell said, hey, man, that's a little bit tough. Like, I'm trying to play left-handed, play, play opposite over there. It's a little bit rough. I think the kid will come along. And, like, the best part about it is, you know, heaven forbid Taylor Decker gets hurt, you can put Sewell over there. If Sewell was to get hurt, you know, I, I don't think Taylor Decker's above moving around if he had to. He's just really solid out there at the left side. And the guy's stayed healthy he's been out there you know you'd like him to be a little bit more rough in the run game maybe but he seems to be a great leader always on his p's and q's very technical that's what i call him as a tackle very technical tackle um focuses on his his technique just being solid as well as keeping that quarterback clean and jared goff's gonna need that no doubt about it so taylor decker i'm glad he's paid i think he's a really high quality football player and the previous regime they took him with their first draft pick. They brought him along. He's played really well. He's not going to blow you away and blow people off the football, but he's going to keep your quarterback clean, and he's a top, you know, gosh, I put him as like a top seven type tackle, top eight, ten tackle in the game, you know, and uh, that's very valuable. So he's definitely a building block for me and a piece that I can kind of hang my hat on. He's young. His quality in the locker room, good on the football field, wants to be here. Like I said, he's paid at a good rate, both for the position for him and also for the Lions, so it's a win-win. So I got him on there. Um, what's nice is the next two names I got are Frank Ragnow and Penny Sewell. I mean, Frank Ragnow just got paid high center in the game right now. You know, that'll be passed up by the next couple people that sign up. And Frank is just ultra solid at the center position, which some people you talk to that love, you know, and, and analyze football will say, ah, you know, it's a center, it's an interior guard or whatever. Um, the center position is very important to me. It's a, it's the kind of centerpiece of your offensive line. It's the guy that makes a lot of the calls, both in the run and the pass game. He's got to have a good rapport with your quarterback. He really seemed to mold well with Matt Stafford once they finally put him at the right position, which is center. And I think he'll get along great with Jared Goff. He's a tremendously humble guy, great family guy. Uh, just the, the Lions really, like I said, not only are they beefing up up front on both sides of the football, but really great guys up there, which, like I said, am I trying to have a team of all Boy Scouts? No. But am I trying to have a bunch of good guys that I end up paying that aren't going to be problems off the field, are really tough, gritty players, and just love the game? Yeah. And I think Taylor Decker, um, Swift, Ragnow. I, I think Hawkinson loves the game, but I think he loves having fun. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out where that <laughs> where that stops and goes. You know, like, is he really going to dig into not only his playbook, but is he going to do everything off the field and on that's going to make him that elite top three tight end? 
you know, I'm still waiting to see a little bit, but he's better than good right now. And like I said, it's about time the Lions had some people with some personality and were good football players. So, um, you know, I got a couple questions about Hawkinson and his craziness, but overall I feel good about him. And like I say, those two nasties up front on the offensive line and Penny Sewell, baby, 20 years old, going to be 21 years old. He can learn the right side. We know he can play the left side. We know he could slide inside and play guard if he wanted him to. Like, this guy's a really good football player, a really good kid, a really physical guy. Kind of like a – he's got some technique stuff to to tighten up. But like, I think Taylor Decker will really help him in those areas as well as – you know, sometimes I just want to see you maul somebody and knock somebody off the ball or come off on a screen play and just do the opposite of what Dominic Rayola did, which was slide past guys for some reason. I think Penny Sewell is going to take you off your feet and throw you in the front row. I mean, I absolutely love what he does, what he brings. And like I said, could it be a little rocky with him learning the right side? Sure, but we got plenty of time. Kids crazy young. It just makes sense to play him over there right now. And he's definitely a building block on offense. There's no question. So, like, when I was looking around, again, because these are building blocks, this is why you don't hear me talking about Tyrell. I think Tyrell is going to be the number one for the Detroit Lions in 2021. I think he's going to have a nice season. I could see him putting up 1,000, maybe getting in that six type touchdown type categories. I really could. Now, I'm not talking, like, high. I'm talking, like, creeping over the 1,000 mark, having, like, 60 70 some catches and and finding the end zone more than you would think but i'm not putting him as a building block just because of his age his injury history and the lines are going to tighten up that receiving core as we go um same with perriman perriman could come out and play pretty good he could be off the roster before you know it i don't know but he's not a a building block type piece to me um, Cephas, you know, even though he made some plays and showed some things and seems to be a pretty hard worker and whatnot, like, I just don't know if I see the upside there. He was not a very fast guy or a guy that I see being, you know, a, becoming a number two type high-end receiver. So I didn't put him on this list either. <clears throat> Excuse me. About to cough here. I, like I told you, most of my cough is gone, but it almost caught me there. Um I did put St. Brown on this list, though. I have to admit, I was kind of looking around going, uh, Jamal Williams, no. Like, you know, we don't know what Jamar Jefferson has yet, you know. Um, you know, obviously none of our other tight ends really fall in the category. Um, Jonah Jackson, I guess, could be on this list, but I I don't know if he's just a middle-of-the-road guard or if he's going to be upper echelon as well. But I did put St. Brown on this list, and the reason I did is just because The Lions seem so high on him on that draft video. This is a kid, he has a crazy mentality. I mean, he seems like a three, four-year pro already to me. He's a guy they handpicked as, like, their guy. You saw it in, like, what, second or third round. Brad Holmes was like, hey, we can get the St. Brown kid. Like, we're just going to hang tight. We'll get him. They have a plan for him. He seems like a guy that just has a nice ceiling to me of being better than good you know better than expected but also like could come right out of the gate and be a top two type receiver this year it wouldn't surprise me and if he does that then years two three four just going to be even better and better kind of like that golden tate type territory where he was like a luxury for the lions where it's like oh yeah we got golden tate too he's like the third wide out but like he won us football games he made big time plays after the catch I could see the same thing happening with St. Brown. And like I said, just because of his youth, 
the type of college player he was, the way they love him, um, the role he's going to play as a slot type receiver. I, I put him on there as as one of my one of my guys on offense. And like I said, there's going to be other guys that are good in the now, but those are kind of like my six guys that got highlighted right now as kind of like your offensive guys. Now, I debated putting Jared Goff on there, and I like his age. I like his leadership. The reason I left him off was because no matter how good he is, it's just going to be tough for me to see him in the Lions uniform for three, four, five years. I see him as a one- to two-year guy. Lions can maybe flip him for some assets, or they can move him along and then take that really dynamic quarterback as early as this next draft. I mean, if they are up at the top and you can get a Spencer Rattler, oh, baby, I'd be all about that. I mean, there's going to be some other signal callers, too, that would just be really dynamic to add to this young core, both on offense and defense that you're adding. So I did leave Jared Goff off. I am very excited about him. I do B-L-E-A-V and Jared Goff. I think he can have a really nice year and he can have a really better year too and maybe lead the Lions to some some nice things both in the win column and and maybe beyond but I didn't put him on my core list as 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 kind of foundation building blocks because I just think they're going to upgrade that just I don't know when it's going to have to be the right player at the right spot at the right time and I don't know when that is right now so let's do this before I get to my defense I want to take a quick break and get Moink Meat our other great sponsor in here I mean everybody loves them some meat you got to check out Moink Meat so I'm going to take a quick break hear a little bit more about them and when I come back I'm talking defense and all other things Detroit Lions everybody I'll be right back All right, everybody, I want to tell you about one of our great new sponsors, and that's Moink Meat. Moink was founded by an 8th century farmer who was featured on Shark Tank. I mean, Moink Meat is so delicious. I love it, and you will too. Get Moink right now. I'm here to tell you the best bacon, the best steak, the best chicken, the best salmon you'll ever eat won't come from your grocery store. You'll only find it on the family farm and caught by independent Alaskan fishermen. That's why you need moinkbox.com. So here's what I need you guys to do. Join the Moink movement today. Go to moinkbox.com slash believe, that's spelled B-L-E-A-V right now, and listeners of this show get free bacon, wait for it, for a year with every box ordered. That's one year of the best bacon you'll ever taste, but for a limited time. That's spelled M-O-I-N-K box dot com slash believe that's moinkbox.com slash believe all right everybody we're back um we are talking kind of those those guys you want to you want to circle you want to put these guys uh, in the red circle get the highlighter out put the marker on these guys and before i get to my defense i i just want to pull up fantasy football I don't know about you guys but it's we're not even into July yet and I've been doing rookie drafts left and right I've got my dynasty leagues going yeah you guys want to know how much I love fantasy football and why Benny Blades 
deemed me the GM of the show. I am in two 32-team dynasty fantasy football leagues, and they're about as close as I'm probably going to get to being a a real-life general manager. I get to make crazy trades, draft rookies, balance the salary cap on realitysportsonline.com. So go check them out as well. And like I said, enjoy some fantasy football. If you love football and you love all the stuff we talk about here on the show, contracts, trades, roster evaluation, you love the Lions, like... Get yourself in a couple fun leagues and get your good buddies in there and enjoy it. That's what I got to tell you because I'm really enjoying all my leagues and, you know, it all pays off when the games actually come and you always got a vested interest in some of these games that you don't care about. Man, I got a receiver. Oh, man, my running back, if he tears it up, I'm going to get another win. And if you're anything like me, when it comes to competition, I mean, I'm trying to beat you in tiddlywinks, washers, uh, you know, uh, three on three basketball, uh, <laughs> anything, you know, um, it doesn't matter what it is. I'm trying to win. And that comes to fantasy football as well. So go get in a few leagues, go check out realitysportsonline.com and do that up. But let's get back to the Lions defense and some of the guys that got highlighted. So the top name, you know, who he is the third pick in the draft, kind of like Benny blades was, and that's Mr. Okuda. Mr. Jeff Okuda. This guy had a horrible, let me say that again, horrible rookie year. I mean, one of the worst years I can remember for a top three draft pick. People forget how important cornerbacks are, though. They get paid a ton of money. It's a passing league. They're very important. If you rewind the clock, Lions fans, you guys know you, one, didn't really know who Darius Slay was when they took him top of the second round. Two, he had a horrible early part of his year one. Then he came on big time in years two, three, four, and became a, the finger wagon, Pro Bowl making Darius Slay that you guys loved here in this town. So there's no reason Jeff Okuda can't do that. Words coming out of camp is he's swaggy. He's really talkative, both when he's on the field and off the field, hooping it up with his teammates. He's a very cerebral kid. You'll see his tweets. He's just really reflective, really self-introspective. Um, I love everything about Jeff Okuda, especially now that he's rocking the 23. I mean, again, I'm hoping that he gets like a Jordan brand sponsorship so he can have that jump man, that 23, just be extra nasty out there on the outside for the Detroit Lions. But I see him taking a big leap forward. He's kind of my big premier piece to be honest, on defense, and I know a lot of people are saying, what? Premier Peace? I mean, this guy got sliced all over the field. He looked totally disinterested. Yeah, he was hurt last year. He was in a horrible scheme. They gave him no confidence, no ability to do what he did in college. I mean, this guy was locked down in college. You could not run past him. You could not deal do anything on this guy. And I think he's just going to get more physical. And he came up and made some hits last year. So he he will mix it up as well. So Jeff Okuda is my guy on defense. I'm really excited to watch him this year. I think he's going to be dynamic, fun to watch. People are just going to they're not even going to remember the player that they saw last year watch. They're going to be like, man, this this is the kid I remember from college. It's the kid that I just think can, can do some things. Um, at a very, very high level. I mean, I still view him as a Pro Bowl player now. I do still not like the school that he went to. I mean, you got to hit the sound drop, right? Hey, listen, Ohio State sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's still true. 
and and it's funny, just like the guys laugh, which I like to play that here on the show. But uh, your school was horrible, Jeff Okuda, but you're not horrible. You're a hell of a ball player. Mr. Benny Blades knows it. I know it. We deemed you Mr. Okuda. You need to live up to that Mr. nickname. I've got you highlighted on the defensive side of the football. The next name I wrote down, again, no real particular order. But again, I talk about him multiple times here on the show. And that's Levi, a.k.a. Big Denim. Oh, baby. Oh, baby. (laughs) I mean, what's Denim rocking? He's rocking number 75, I think it is. This guy was taken in the high second round. Physical, nasty player. Just has Detroit written all over him. The Lions, I mean, love this guy. They were talking about the get the Washington tackle, the Washington pass rusher. We got to have that the kid from Washington. We got to get Levi, get Onzerike in here. Um, gosh, they just love him. They seem to have a plan for him. Could he be brought on a little bit slow because they got a lot of other big bodies up front? Yeah, I could see that. But he's definitely a building block for me. He's big. He's physical. He can play inside. He can play outside. I definitely have him highlighted, no question. I am going to be curious to see what his ceiling is because he th- those second rounders to me are always kind of like the linchpins of your draft. To me, the first round should be almost a slam dunk. The third round is a wild card where like you're hoping that it's going to be a, a starter and a premier player for you, but sometimes those guys hit really big. Sometimes they wash out. Your second rounder is like that guy that you're spending a premium asset on it's got to be a hit. It really does. So there were some other players, JOK, um, at linebacker, and kind of a chess piece that they could have had. They could have had some dynamic offensive type players. They passed on those guys and took big big denim. To me, I just got to see him on the football field, see what he can do, and see his game, to be honest, because I can't say I watched him a ton in college. I can't say he was at the top of my radar in the draft process, but really good quality football player and definitely a young cat that I've got highlighted as a blue chip foundation piece for this Lions team. He's got to be good. He's got to be real good. Let's see. Let's change it up a little bit. Let's go to the 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 corner they took this year in the third round at pick 101. His name is Iffy. I-F-F-Y, baby. Iffy Melifanwu. This guy is 6'4". Four, six, three, whatever you want to call him, 200 plus pounds, athlete, great head on his shoulders. I seem to like this kid more and more the more I see from him. Um, I had some questions about can a guy that big be able to, to, to bend and flip his hips and do the type of things you need at the corner position? Would he be moved to safety before you know it? It doesn't matter. I really think this guy can play. I'm curious to see what his upside is. You've heard everything from, you know, top-end starter on the outside to uh, corner safety hybrid to pro bowl to all pro type i mean i don't know about all pro but people i did hear a pro bowler and kind of like a top type player as a ceiling curious if he can live up to that but iffy i'm not iffy on him man he's a blue chip he's a foundation piece for me and somebody i'm really excited to see in the lions uniform he's rocking that two six i love the number i love the kid's mentality i love his size you can, I mean, if him, Okuda, if Ao could turn it on a little bit, and then maybe they add another young corner here, or if Dunbar and uh, and that kid from the U, I mean, come on, what, what's his name? Corn Elder? Or, or should I just play the sound drop? 
You know who he is, Corn Elder from the U, baby. It's all about that U still here on the show. But, uh, yeah, man, Iffy, I think, is going to be a centerpiece, a guy that's going to be fun to watch. Let's let's go to the big boy, the big body, that'll be playing alongside Big Denim, Levi, there on the defensive line. And that's my man, Aleem McNeil. <laughs> this guy, I'm here to tell you, man, he's uh, he is exciting to watch. He's a bowling ball. What I love about this guy the most is how thick he is on the bottom half where he's just like big legs, big thighs. Looks like a, just a big, physical, good guy, but a, a good football player. I mean, somebody I want on my teams, no question. So I, uh, I really like what this kid can bring. And I think he's going to be fun to watch, man. I really do. Like, you know, some people are kind of not sure what to think about him, or maybe they want a different position, uh, kind of me included on some of that. But I think Lee McNeil is going to be another fan favorite and a guy that Lions fans are just going to love and somebody that is going to be a centerpiece on this team for a while. Like, again, I got to see him in that 54 jersey. I got to see how they use him. But the minute he blows up a run player, the minute he gets after the quarterback, I'm going to be jumping on my chair. There's no question. I, I love the big boys up front, especially when they can move their feet and get off a block and go make a play. And I think this kid can do that. I got two more names here. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw Tracy Walker in here. Again, he's too athletic, too big, too long to not be good. So I got to get Tracy in there. He seems to have a swagger. I put him in here just because I don't want to see him fail. I don't want to have him have a bad year and be off this roster. I want to see him get some turnovers. I want to see him be versatile where he can play free. He can play strong. He can come down and hit you. But mostly, like, let him go make plays on the football. That's what he did. He's got corner ability. He played it in college. Let him do that rather than making him a uh, edge setter slash, you know, guard tight ends and slot players. He, he he hasn't done that very well, but he's got other skills. I think this coaching staff will use it. Tracy, let's go, baby. Let's make plays this year. And the last name I got on my list, Derek Barnes, the 55-wearing middle linebacker that's going to be schooled by Chris Spielman. This kid looks the part. He's smart. I can't wait to see how they use him. I hope they let him play basically from day one. I don't want to see Jamie Collins out there getting a ton of snaps. I don't want to see this kid coming on in spot plays. Put him out there. Put the green dot on his helmet. Let him lead the defense and just let him learn on the fly. That way, years two and three, he can be a dynamic player that can play the middle. He can run and hit. He can cover a little bit, but he can also come off the edge and just crush quarterbacks, get after run players, um, blow up people when when he's coming off to blitz. Love Derek Barnes. Um, Just excited to see what he has. Again, what's his upside? What's his ceiling? We'll see. They seem to love him. I love him. And when you got Okuda, Big Denim, Aline McNeil in the middle, Iffy on the outside, uh, Tracy on the back end, Wearing that 21, which is my favorite uh, number in Jersey. And then you got Derek Barnes rocking the 55, playing in the middle. Like, I I just think, you know, you got guys at every level that are young and that should be able to be p- 
pieces you can build around. Now, can you win at a high level with just those guys on defense and offense? No, but I'm telling you, those are kind of the pieces you need to be highlighting and be focused on because Brad Holmes and Dan freaking Campbell are going to add to those pieces and, and are going to bring a new mentality so this Detroit Lions team can start winning ball games. I mean, before you know it, we're going to be biting some kneecaps up here in the D. You know what I'm saying? We're going to bite a kneecap off. We're going to smile at you. We're going to take your other kneecap. We're going to smile at you. And when we do, we're going to take another hunk out of you. We're going to be the last one standing. All right? That's going to be the mentality. That's what I'm talking about, Dan freaking Campbell. And I think you got some kneecap biters and some ball players, both on offense and defense, that you can center around and build off from there. So I gave you five to six guys on each side of the football. I'm really excited to watch these guys. I B-L-E-A-V in the Lions. A little bit of a shorter show, but I just wanted to dive into that and give you those top names to focus on, get excited about, and uh, get ready for the season because we're about a month away from training camp. Then we'll have preseason. That's where we get to see a lot of these young cats. And before you know it, be kicking off against San Francisco 49ers for the 2021 season with this new regime, new offense, new defense, new coaches, new players, new skill guys, and I just can't wait to see it. So, everybody, thank you so much for listening. Take care. Have a great weekend. I'm out. I believe, I believe, I believe. I love the Lions. Say it with me. I love the Lions. I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe, I believe. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.